Welcome to Ask Alika. I hope everyone is having a productive week. Today, we're going to be sharing with you our six tips on how to promote a killer event. Why am I talking about events? Because I really believe in them, first of all, and because we have run so many events in the past few years and we've learned so many things. We've made so many mistakes. We've done a lot of good things and we've got a lot to share with you. We've run small events, big events, strange events, good events, bad events, all sorts of events. Got so much to share with you. Events, marketing is actually um, a big return on investment. If done well, I really believe in it. Uh, You can close a lot of business if you run a really good event. So we really believe in them. We do them a lot. Learned so much and I want to share with you our six top, top tips. So number one, go big. Okay, now there is an argument that you need to be super targeted with your audience and it's better to have an audience of 10 than 100, okay? And there is an argument for that, okay? Because you can be in a room with 100 people that are never going to buy from you, that are not in your target audience and they're tire kickers, okay? Or they're just a different, they're just not a relevant audience to what you're promoting, okay? Or they're not relevant to your business. Um, And if you get a room full of 10 people that are very targeted and relevant for you, then that's way better. There is an argument for that and I believe that. But in general, it is better to do both, okay? Get a targeted audience, but get a bigger audience. Aim for a bigger audience. Why? Now, we have run small events and big events, okay? And it's almost the same amount of work to organize a big event as it is a small event. And why not? get a bigger audience of targeted people. There are enough people in the city, right? In our city anyway, Perth city, there's enough people to run big events. Um, And certainly enough people in, in bigger cities, cities that are bigger than Perth to run big events. So, you know, there's, don't believe the myth that there's not enough people Um, really go big. Okay. And the thing to remember is that people always cancel. There's always a percentage of people that cancel. You can minimize that and I'll talk about that later, but you need a bit of a buffer. So go big and you know when you go big, choose a great venue with excellent facilities because it's one of the first things that people will look at when they look at an invite. Where is it? Okay. Now, events have great branding attached. So for example, Flux is a great facility in Perth, right? And when people think of Flux, they think, technology, innovation, high tech, okay? Now, Flux is a a much better place to hold an event than say Boardroom X on 234 Adelaide Terrace. So pick your venues carefully because perception is reality. When people see where your venue is and they don't really resonate with that venue, they'll look down on your event and they'll look down on you. Number two, create a really good theme for your event right? Now, the title is super important. Okay. It's the first thing that people see when they get an email from you, an email invite or a ticket. Make sure it's catchy, topical, relevant to what you're selling. So, if you're in IT, don't talk about general business, okay? Unless you really, really want to and you have a different objective, okay? You're not trying to close uh, your services. Fine. Okay. If you're in finance, talk about something related to wealth or finance, Don't be too broad in your topics. Um, Now, 
when you create a theme or a title for your event, be creative, okay, as well. Be engaging. So, some, some examples of events that we've run that have done really well. We invited Google over and we ran an event with them and we called it the Rise of Robots. Pretty catchy. Sold out within the first couple of days. Um, we ran another event with Google that was catered towards government and it was called A Face in the Crowd. Okay. So again, quite quite engaging titles. How-to titles are actually quite good because people love to uh, learn. So how-to XYZ or top 10, top 10 tips to XYZ or secrets to XYZ. They also work and we've done that quite a lot. We've tested these. So make it catchy. Okay. Number three. Be careful with who you partner with, okay? So we run a lot of joint events with other businesses, with other industry groups. And just like venues, people, sorry, businesses and industry groups and government groups have brands attached to them. So if you're targeting Big Fish and you're partnering with a solo entrepreneur, right? You're doing a joint speech with them or they're sponsoring your event, it's going to look bad for you, okay? It's not going to help you get the right people in the room. Okay, you're only supposed to partner with people for one of three three reasons or all of these reasons, right? But there are three of them in my book. Number one, you partner with someone for their brand name. They'll make you look good. Number two, you partner with someone to pull a crowd, For example, we partnered with Google and within a few days, the event was sold out because people love Google. They're known to be powerful, innovative, and cool. Uh, Number three, to get in front of the partner's crowd. Okay, so you might want to partner with someone because they have a great uh, clientele, a great portfolio of clientele that they will invite to the event and you can get in front of them and you can sell to them. If... You, if your partner or potential partner does not fulfill any of these criteria, then you need to question why you are thinking of partnering with them. Okay. Number four, how, how to get people to come. I'm going to give you tips on how to get people to come. Okay. Um, send a mass email list to, sorry, send a mass email to your target audience. So if you've got an email list, That's a good place to start. If you've got a segmented email list, then even better because your event might be catered to a certain type of group, right? I like to invite high-end prospects individually so that if there's certain people that I really want to go, I really want to attend, then I will manually send them an email invite. Copy-paste the message, uh, change the title, check the email so so that it's not, you don't make mistakes, okay? People still want to feel special and I will manually invite high-end prospects. Now, you also need to craft your email very well. Use words such as exclusive. I almost always use the word exclusive because it just makes the event sound exclusive and people want to be special. They want to be part of the VIP club. They don't want to miss out. Make it topical. Okay, so in... You know, these days in the area of technology, words like artificial intelligence, AI, big data, robots, all of that, all of those types of buzzwords are really in. So don't be afraid to use uh, those, those themes. 
Now leverage off famous people's names. I've done this before. So I leveraged off the Art of War book. Okay. I did a really good event called The Art of Business. Did really well. I also have run an event, a joint event with someone else. And it was called, you know, Beats by Dre, a case study on Beats by Dre. And that did really well. Okay, so with emails, also sell on the benefits. This is so important. So you have your title at the top, you have a really engaging image, then very quickly you have benefits. Why should people come to this event? Are they going to learn about property investment? Are they going to learn about tax strategies? Are they going to learn about whatever it is you're, you're going to add value to them? Uh, uh, are they going to get some kind of value out of this? Right. You've got to put the benefits down. And I like to bullet point those benefits so it's easy to scan the other thing is to set deadlines and limitations because human nature is such that people um, they won't book if they don't have to do it soon or now so set a deadline for when to book book now before seats run out or we're already half sold out or limited seats set limitations like like i just mentioned limited seats um, you've got until this date etc etc Put them on the clock. Another thing, give free tickets or discounts to your very high-end prospects. Um, Use a tool like Eventbrite for your bookings. We used to use our own and you shouldn't unless you have a really good reason to. Eventbrite is awesome. It's got all the tools in there to um, get people registered. And what I really like about Eventbrite is that it has reminders Reminder emails, that, reminder emails that go out to the attendants so they don't forget to come. I'll talk a little bit about that more later. Now, the last thing within this section is to partner with big industry groups like CCRWA, Master Builders, Business Builders Group, EY. Partner with big industry groups because they have a network. They have a database. They have a big email list of good audience groups. Okay, you just have to pick the group that suits your audience and network with them. Sometimes they'll get you to pay them in order for them to promote their event to their database. Sometimes it requires just networking. Um, in most cases, they'll want something from you. So, you know, rub shoulders with industry groups. And the reason why I do like to partner with industry groups is that they can get, they can fill the room with a target audience very quickly rather than you trying to do it yourself. Okay. Number five, how to minimize cancellations. Okay, number one, charge people. Okay, we used to run free events and heaps of people would cancel. We'd get like a 50% cancellation rate. No more. We charge people. You can charge anywhere from 25 bucks a ticket all the way through to $250 a ticket. If it's a high-end kind of event at a really good venue with really good food, then charge more. Charge over 100 bucks a ticket, right? If it's a lower-end kind of event, then charge 50 bucks a ticket, but charge because people are more committed when they charge. They value the event more. They're unlikely to cancel. They will wake up for that breakfast because they know they paid for it. And your cancellation rates will go from 50% down to 20% or even less. Always put a 48-hour or 24-hour reminder tool in Eventbrite so that 48 hours or 24 hours before the event, your attendance will be reminded. You would be surprised how many people forget that they had an event in their calendar This helps to reduce that. I sometimes go the extra step by actually adding another calendar invite in my own, using my own calendar so that people um, get that calendar calendar invite as well. 
Uh, there's a bit of a privacy problem with that. Some people don't like to be CC'd in the, in the email invite, so you gotta be careful. But the very least thing you should do is to create a 24 or 48 hour reminder tool in Eventbrite. Now, in your invite, set an RSVP date, very strong one, mention catering, so people know you're serious. Also get people to actually, this is another thing you can do, you can get people to actually choose the drink they prefer once they're at the event, whether it's red or white wine or tea or coffee. Um, when people do that, they feel locked in and committed and they value your event more because they know you put work into it and they know you've reserved a special drink for them, okay? So these are, there's a lot more tips, I'm not going into all of them, but all these little details matter, right? Number six, last one, how to retarget your attendance. This is super important. Now, we've run events before where we, we have wasted, um, we have wasted the momentum of the event and we have wasted the potential from the attendance. Event comes and goes, people are amped up, they love what we do, they're not ready to buy yet, they walk away and they don't see you again and you forget about them. Can't do that. So, if you do not have a strong CRM tool at HubSpot, then one of the things you can do is Okay, the easiest thing you can do is email everyone after they've come, okay, just to say hi. Okay, so that way they've got your email and they'll reply to you and get in touch if they're interested in doing something with you. The next step, the next thing that you can do if you're a little bit more serious is you get people to download the uh, slides from the event if you have them. Get them to download the slides from your website. Do not send them to them via your email. Do not do that because that's a waste. Why do you get people to download slides from your website? Because then you can remarket back to them. Once people go to your site, you can set up remarketing. Google, you can do Google remarketing so that when they go away on the internet and they're browsing other sites, they keep seeing your banner ads and they keep seeing your branding and you stay in their minds. That's great. It works really well and we do that almost all the time. Now, if you're even more serious, then use a CRM like HubSpot Get people to download slides from your website and if you have synced HubSpot with your website, once they download your slides, you can actually start to track what they're doing on your site, right? You can actually track if they come back to your site and you can also track what they're doing on your site, what pages they're visiting, okay? You can see uh, what they're interested in and that piece of intel is awesome. So what we do is we set all that up and we set up triggers. So if somebody um, comes back to our site or they look at different pages within the site, with our site, then we'll get triggered and then one of us will call them, make contact and say, hey, are you interested in catch up to talk more? And those are known as hot leads and your probability of converting those, those leads are much higher okay, than any other kind of lead. Now that strategy also reduces wastage. So instead of calling every single person that attended your event, you only call the ones or make contact uh, to the ones that are actually interested in your business. So retargeting your attendance is a super important thing to do. All right, I'm gonna wrap up. Um, but events, are known to bring massive return on investment if done well. We have literally um, secured millions of dollars worth of business through events. And these tips, we have actually done all of them and I can assure you that they work. They work. So have a productive week. If you've got any questions, hit us up, uh, read the show notes. 
and adios. 